Hey everyone, welcome to the Dorenda Wilson podcast. I'm Dorenda, wife to one, mom to eight, Nana to nine, and 26-year veteran homeschooling mom. I'm also the author of The Unhurried Homeschooler, a simple, mercifully short book on homeschooling, Unhurried Grace for a Mom's Heart, 31 Days in God's Word. That's a devotional that I wrote specifically for homeschooling moms, applying scripture passages to motherhood and homeschooling. And finally, the four-hour school day, how you and your kids can thrive in the homeschool life. I encourage you to check these books out. You can find them at DorendaWilson.com. You can find them on Amazon, and you can also find the four-hour school day at any of your favorite booksellers. Well, I'd like to share with you a project that I've been working on and that I and a community that I want to invite you to. As moms, I'm sure you've felt the desire and the pressure to do everything all at once, and I'm no exception to that. I've had to take some of my own advice and slow down so I can really figure out how to best serve you. I want to offer you a place where you can not only find a tribe of like-minded moms wanting to grow in their faith, parenting, and homeschooling, but also where you can receive exclusive content and encouragement from me and other moms that you won't be able to get anywhere else. This community is where I want to direct my primary attention so that I can be fully engaged, more responsive, and more personal when I interact with you all. I'm especially excited about the exclusive content you'll have access to. Not only will there be videos and live events from me, but my family will also be sharing some of their hearts as well. We'll have a range of topics such as loving the littles, quiet time with Nana, living counterculturally, homeschooling, the man cave, character growth and discipline, boys to men, and several more. If you've ever wanted more than a podcast, check out the link in the description to learn more about the Simply Unhurried community created for moms just like you. This is another episode of Simple Unhurried Word of God. This episode series was created to give you some time to close your eyes and meditate on God's Word. I I encourage you to invite your children into this practice as we disciple them in the ways of the Lord. We all know that God wants us to meditate on His Word. What is biblical meditation? Because there are different types of meditation, but we want to engage in biblical meditation. Well, here's a, a definition the act of focusing one's thoughts to ponder, think on. Meditation consists of reflective thinking or contemplation, usually on a specific subject, to discern its meaning or significance or a plan of action. Some words that sound similar and that mean have a similar meaning to meditation would be contemplation, reflection, rumination, deep thinking, or remembering in the sense of keeping or calling something to mind for the purpose of consideration and reflection. We know that the psalmist in chapter 1 talks about how those will be blessed whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. 
He goes on to say that person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. So meditating on God's word gives us life. It is soul-sustaining. There are many scripture passages that talk about God being our shepherd and we being the sheep of his flock. And there is much to learn from this particular imagery. You may not know anything about sheep, so I'm going to share with you just a few important things. Sheep cannot be driven. They must be led. It takes a gentle, persistent, patient, and committed person to shepherd and lead sheep. Sheep are easily frightened. They are vulnerable and defenseless, and they need careful attention. In order to be healthy and strong and to thrive, they need a shepherd who is meticulously detailed and watchful day and night. When a flock of sheep are well cared for, they flourish, and so does the land where they graze. Unlike other types of animals who graze on land, when sheep are well cared for, they leave behind fruitfulness. Years ago, I read and have actually read again and again a little book called A Shepherd Looks at Psalm 23. It is a detailed explanation of the care that a good shepherd takes of his sheep and how that relates to us and God as our shepherd. It's very eye-opening to know the kind of shepherd that God truly is to us, and it helps us trust him more deeply as we see how very much he cares for us. I would highly recommend you read this little book. You can read it to your children. I would say ages 10 to 12 and up would be appropriate. I'll include a link to the book in the show notes. Here are just a few excerpts from that little book. Contentment should be the hallmark of the man or woman who has put his or her affairs in the hands of God. Always men are searching for safety beyond themselves. They are restless, unsettled, covetous, greedy for more, wanting this and that, yet never really satisfied in spirit. By contrast, the simple Christian, the humble person, the shepherd's sheep, can stand up proudly and boast, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. He goes on to say, He is the owner who delights in his flock. For him, there is no greater reward, no deeper satisfaction than that of seeing his sheep contented, well-fed, safe, and flourishing under his care. This is indeed his very life. He gives all he has to it. He literally lays himself out for those who are his. That's the kind of shepherd we have. So with that in mind, let's read through some scriptures and find out more about our relationship with God, the good shepherd, 
so we can know him better and trust him more. You might want to take a few deep breaths in and out. You can pause this if you want to. Close your eyes and picture this good shepherd and his loving care for you as you listen. We're going to start with Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid. For you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will live in the house of the Lord forever. John 10, 1 through 18. This is Jesus speaking. Truly, truly, I say to you, He who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs in by another way, that man is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him, the gatekeeper opens. The sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. A stranger they will not follow, but they will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. This figure of speech Jesus used with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So Jesus again said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers. The sheep did not listen to them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and go in and out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. He who is a hired hand and not a shepherd, who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees, and the wolf snatches them and scatters them. 
He flees because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me. Just as the Father knows me and I know the Father and I lay down my life for the sheep. And I have other sheep that are not of this fold. I must bring them also and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock, one shepherd. For this reason, the Father loves me, because I lay down my life that I may take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down, and I have authority to take it up again. This charge I have received from my Father. 1 Peter 2.25 For you were straying like sheep, but have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. Psalm 100 verse 3 Know that the Lord, he is good. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Micah 6, Micah 5, 4. And he, Jesus, shall stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they shall dwell secure, for now he shall be great to the ends of the earth. John 10, 27. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Isaiah 40, verse 11. He will tend his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arms. He will carry them in his bosom and gently lead those that are with young. Ezekiel 34 Verses 11 to 16. For thus says the Lord God, Behold, I, I myself will search for my sheep and will seek them out. As a shepherd seeks out his flock when he is among his sheep that have been scattered, so will I seek out my sheep and I will rescue them from all places where they have been scattered on a day of clouds and thick darkness. And I will bring them out from the peoples and gather them from the countries and will bring them into their own land. And I will feed them on the mountains of Israel, by the ravines and in all the inhabited places of the country. I will feed them with good pasture and on the mountain heights of Israel shall be their grazing land. There they shall lie down in good grazing land, and on rich pasture they shall feed on the mountains of Israel. I myself will be the shepherd of my sheep, and I myself will make them lie down, declares the Lord God. I will seek the lost, and I will bring back the strayed, and I will bind up the injured and I will strengthen the weak. I will feed them in justice.
John 21, verses 15 to 17. When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to them, he said to him, feed my lambs. He said to him a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for these tangible reminders from your word, the good God that you are, the good shepherd that you are. Lord, I ask that you would help us to meditate on these words, to meditate on the deep and loving and meticulous care that you have for us. Open our eyes to see the ways that you care for us throughout the day and help us to respond with hearts of gratitude because, God, you really are a good, good shepherd. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.